When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. Well, Patrick, just another slow beginning to a week. That's right. You know whose comb over is looking even worse with a mask on? Dibs. The call the bad oh, comb yeah. over the bad comb it's, over yeah. the bad comb over really looks bad. It, it draws attention. It draws attention to the comb over when he's wearing the mask. Wasn't right? it great to hear him last night though? Mm-hmm. You could hear the bellowing again. <laughs> I miss that, especially in the fourth quarter. Yeah, the when they were, especially in the fourth quarter when they were letting our boys back in the game. Oh, I love it. They did a great job on Beasley, but uh, you can't let cats shoot threes. Cats are. Uh, Cat is their uh, best three-point shooter, one of the best in the league. Uh, okay, yeah, it was, uh, I got to tell you the truth. I watched the game uh-huh. and then went in and saw the bride and uh, in her, and she was watching TV. And I said, let's find something to watch. So we watched three 50-minute shows of uh, some series from... Wales or someplace. It was a pretty good murder thing. Never never paid attention to my phone or anything. All of a sudden, I see I get a text from my son in Hawaii saying, is this really Ryan Saunders' fault that they fired him? And this is like 11.45 or something before I found out they'd done it. So they let him do his Zoom conference. Yes. Talk about the game. Yes. And uh, Gerson was on site, I take it, and went and talked to him in the office and told him he was done. Is that what You know that? Did? I don't know. He had to be on site, right? I would Gerson. guess, but I I don't know that for sure. But yeah, so so he did the Zoom post game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I believe um, Adrian Wojnarowski broke it. Probably, I probably got the text from Declan about the, his tweet an hour after the game. Mm-hmm. Woj and the guy from uh, the Sh- Athletic were, were, were both broke, on that. He broke the Toronto assistant being hired oh, okay. as the, the coach. Finch. Okay, the Finch part. He broke Chris Finch. And yep. uh, you know, one of the uh, great parts of this is when you look up Chris Finch, you get the guy from the office, uh, the uh, the uh, the ranting sexist 
buddy of Ricky Gervais in the original, the original office, which office. is great. It's much better that. than our one. I love one. that show. But, but Chris Finch is like this <laughs> outrageously <laughs> sexist human being. When you look up, you got to say basketball, else you get this guy. <laughs> Hold on, I got to Google Chris Finch. Yeah, if you call Chris Finch, <laughs> this, Chris guy, Finch. <laughs> this guy will show up. Uh, maybe today it might pop up the other way because this yeah. guy, the coach got the air, but uh, Chris Finch will be. Last night when I first typed it into Google, I got that. <laughs> I got that. Wow, they hired that guy from the Ricky Gervais version of The Office. Oh, um, that's awesome. Yeah. He's uh, Finchy. Finchy, they call him. Finchy is. Uh, oh, yeah, there he is. Finchy's raving sexist on there and uh, who, who entertains greatly. I got to tell you, folks, if you like the uh, U.S. version of The Office, you might not like the British one because the British one, the humor is much more uncomfortable. Yes. Right. Oh, and Gervais is fantastic. <laughs> Gervais is great. He's Just, not lovable, though. David Brent is not real lovable. No, no. There's no. Carell's character was a lovable doofus. Yes. See, David Brent no, is a no. jackass. <laughs> yes, he but is. But he's great at it. And his, and his best buddy, Finchie, is like stuff that you could never get away with. Yes. Uh, I I saw one today, the clip of uh, uh, asking the secretary to kiss him on his nose. And then, the, you know, it wasn't it was inappropriate, to say the least. And it would never get you'd never get away with it in uh, the U.S. Some of their humor. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, Ryan, you know, this could have been time end of the season. You knew he wasn't going to be back next year. It's fine. I just I'm. I just think it's stupid that they made him get on a plane and go to New York mm-hmm. when they, and I don't buy it that it was just Friday that they decided that they were going to make this move. I think they probably been talking to this guy for a week to see if this he was Gerson's guy. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. If he, if he wanted to leave, they've, they've known they were going to fire him for a while. And, uh, you know, Saturday, Friday night, you don't have to do it Friday night. You call him up Saturday morning, have a 10 o'clock, press conference where you announce that he's gone and uh, if he wants to show up fine or if he wants to go on Zoom and talk, which he probably would fine and then fly out there and have somebody coach right? Because uh-huh. if, if Finch isn't ready to be on the scene uh, if the, if the yeah. details aren't finalized have Vanderpool coach and uh, obviously the way Doogie's talking about it uh, and Doogie's pretty well wired in with the Timberwolves, always has been uh, they might not have wanted Vanderbilt to coach. Now, Doogie didn't say this, but that's my assumption. That they might, he's saying that he didn't want Vanderbilt to pull the coach that one game, the right? One and game, one yeah. reason is, I think it would draw more attention to the fact that the number one assistant is a black guy and he's not getting the job. So when you slap the interim title on him for one game, that just draws more attention. Damon Lillard was already Damon yeah. Lillard was already ripping him for not hiring Vanderpool. So, uh, uh, you know that they, they they that probably was the reason. So, but this franchise again, to your point, even when they do the right thing, <laughs> I mean, because the timing is yes. the timing's bizarre. Why, why not wait till the All Star break? Yeah, yeah, that, that would have been seamless. That too, and you. I mean, I know you, the the odds probably won't change of of keeping your draft choice, right? I mean, you can't you can't get better than forty percent, right? Yes, I think that's correct. Yeah, and it's it's yep. I think the bottom three all get forty percent or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
you know, the odds of you getting out of the bottom three aren't real good either way. But, you know, so what if you end up 12 and and 44? Yes. You know, I mean, you know, what? What is did they think that this guy's they can introduce his system? But there's no to, time. There's no time to do that. No, like there's no practice time. No, that's true. So he's not going to c- come in and and institute his basketball beliefs. It's no. going to take till next season. I uh, do. Uh, I do think that uh, the uh, cat. This whole idea that we have to bow down to the, the altar of cat to make sure he's happy. And some people think that's the, one of the big reasons they make the move now that cat wants a better system and blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. I, I don't know if that's true or not, but cat is, he was wonderful in the fourth quarter last night. Cause he cared. He yep. was trying, he wanted to beat Tibbs, right? He wanted to beat Tibbs. He was blocking shots. He was going out. He was aggressive Every moment, mm-hmm. but we don't see that nearly often enough. Well, we don't see it when he's not playing either, but but this, you know, if that was Cat, I'd say, yes, build the team around him. But if that was Cat, 60% of the time, I'd say build the team around him, but it's not. He, you know, I just, I just don't see uh, bowing down to all, oh, we got to do this to make, uh, you know, to keep Cat here. Mm-hmm. If if Cat's going to be a pain in the ass and wants to leave, I wouldn't have any trouble trading him. So. I think the thing with Cat, with too, is at some point in time, you had to look at, what, 7-24? And, yeah. and you, had, you had to say that Gerson, now, I'm surprised it's now, but that Gerson had to get his guy here. Like, yes, like yeah. he had to get somebody. There yeah. is no, there is no way. I don't care how much I read. There is no way on God's green earth that in May of 2019, Gerson went to Glenn and said, "You know what, Glenn? Yeah, Ryan's my guy." No, no, Ryan was. You know, I mean, that's the one thing he was clearly told: you're keeping Ryan. Glenn was uh, not. Uh, you know, Glenn was not going to move off that when they named him. When they named him to replace Tibbs, they couldn't say, uh, "You know, we think this is a great young man," and then only give him 42 games, right? I'm surprised he lost it lasted through last season that he came back for this year, weren't you? I think the pandemic had a lot to do with it. Oh, I think that. it did, that, yeah. Yeah, that saved Definitely. Him. I mean, if they would have ended up last year, uh, what were they headed for? 20 and 62, something like that. He would have gotten fired. He might have been fired after but, the season. But it got, it was such a mess and they didn't know. No sense in firing somebody, bringing in a high priced coach if you don't even know you're going to play or not this year, right? Right. So, and Glenn is again paying two guys. It's unbelievable. He's, he, I don't think he's paying Ryan much. Though. Well, he probably didn't, but he's still paying a, a guy d- during a pandemic with no fans. Like, he still has to pay him something oh, to yeah. go away. Yeah, he does. And this guy, they're probably, this guy's been floating around. I don't, I don't know if he's a hot commodity in the coaching business or not as far as uh, other teams have been trying to hire him or because he's supposed to be this offensive savant. So yes. we'll find out. You know, he was, as I saw on his wiki page, he was in 1999 – the British Basketball League Coach of the Year with the Sheffield Sharks, who before that used to be, when he played with them, they were the Sheffield Forgers. But they be changed their name to Sharks. But I think the Forger is based on as a steel town, not 
Now, you know, you're forging steel. Why'd you change that name? That's a great I don't know. It's a great name I like because name. I, think, I think maybe the, our, our version of what oh, forging, forging is over That's here. That's even better. Yeah, right. So, anyway, he spent, you know, he got, he basically established himself in Europe before he came over here, coached a lot, and he played, played in Europe and then coached himself, coached in Europe. So, who knows? Might be fine. I, I don't know anything about him, but. Yeah, I'm. Here's no the. Zero. I looked this up just for giggles to this morning, and uh, Ryan Saunders is the 13th head coach with the Timberwolves to coach more than 82 games, you know, 82 or more games. So yep. Sam Mitchell coached one full season. I, I consider him a full-time coach, right? Mm-hmm. 13 coaches, 82 or more, one season. Ryan Sanders, Saunders is... Uh, Saunders' winning percentage, 314. Mm-hmm. Not good. Seventh in Timberwolves history. There's six guys. Jimmy being, Rogers. There's six what guys. What Jimmy Rogers 192. Have? That's my favorite. 192. That's what I knew thinks Michael wrong. Yeah, well, they we fired Mussy for trying to win. Yes. And stop trying to win. And, boy, you solved that problem. Jimmy solved that too many wins problem for you. Oh. 192. You know who's his rival, <laughs> number one rival? Rambus. Oh, sure. Rambus is like 230 or maybe he's under what, 200. How do you do 192? <laughs> That's <laughs> damn near impossible. <laughs> it's 192. But you think you would accidentally trip into wins? Well, the first four guys are all lower than, you know, Muss as much as he tried was 311. But yeah. you got to realize that the NBA is the league that completely screws expansion teams. Yes. They don't. They want. <laughs> I like you, that. We're going to give you a franchise, yep. but we're going to make sure you stink. Where my guy right? Batman tells you, and, and the only and Orlando beat that by getting Shaq, you know, yes. by, by winning. But yes, but the expansion draft, what they make available to you is crap. <laughs> and then they they the Timberwolves drafted tenth in the fir, in the first draft. That was Pooh when, when they took Pooh. That's right. Pooh. and they. You know, they, I, I never thought about that. That's a, yeah, yeah, the tenth instead of like. Second or third. Yeah, or let you get in the lottery and get. Yeah. yeah the, that was the highest you could draft, 10. Wow. And then I think Orlando, they went into Orlando. Orlando was 11th. And they, they basically try to guarantee you you're rotten. And, uh, and, and I, I said this too. Here's the other thing about the NBA you're either really good or you're bad, <laughs> you know, because yep. all other leagues. NHL, mm-hmm. baseball, or Twins, maybe not, but baseball and uh, NFL. If you make the playoffs, you got it. You got it. You can create a scenario where you have a chance, right? Yeah. NBA, there is none. There's right. like two, three You're teams. You're going to lose. There's from two, three yeah. teams from each conference. I mean, the Timberwolves won 47 games and they played Houston, mm-hmm. and it was a triumph that they won one. Here, right? Correct. I mean, it, they didn't get swept. Hey, let's have a parade. Right. You know, so great progress. So the NBA is a completely different animal, and it's uh, you know, in no other league would you have winning percentages like this. But still, three three fourteen shouldn't be seventh best among uh, thirteen coaches. Jimmy Rogers was twenty one and ninety in one hundred eleven <laughs> games over two seasons. And then we fire him and give Sidney Lowe the job, right? Yeah, was yes, Sydney? I think that's Poor Sydney. Yeah, I think it was. Yes, 
Poor Sydney had no chance. And then, uh, and then who was fourth? <laughs> These records are just outstanding. Who was fourth? Uh, Flip? No, not Flip. Who, who came? Hold on a second. I'm looking. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I think it was Flip. It was no, no, no. no. It was uh, Mossy, Rogers, Sydney. So Flip came in in '96. Yeah, but who? Oh, my guy, Bill Blair. Oh, that's right. Bill Blair, the You're right. You're right. I'm sea sorry. captain. Yes, who went 27 and 75 over two years in 102 games. Yes, and he had to coach Leitner and Ryder. Oh, the, the J.R. Ryder story that you tell yes, with Jim yes, Cable yes. is one of my favorites. Yes. J.R. Ryder is a piece of... <laughs> give, give me one quote for this feature I'm doing on J.R. Ryder. I just want to say, I don't care what it is. There was That was opening night. Oh God, that's that's that was so Timberwolves. Opening night of his second season, but he knew that he was going to get fired. Yeah, because Kevin was going to bring in he. Kevin had already brought in Flip as general, general manager, manager. and and Bill Blair knew one hundred percent he was going to get fired. So he didn't give a damn what he said. I love that guy. In fact, I listed my all time favorite Timberwolves coach mm-hmm. coaches. This is based on guys, okay? Yes. That I enjoyed for various reasons. Must, number one, of course. How can you beat insanity, you know? (laughs) I mean, committed insanity. A guy who, who, a guy who gets called up to the office and told you have to play Gerald Glass and they come back down. And the next, and that night, Gerald Glass plays zero minutes. <laughs> and then he calls out the owners at his post game press conference oh when one of the owners is sitting here. So you, you got to love that. Mm-hmm. I had Blair too, because of one reason being the J.R. Ryder quote, but just, just his general attitude. Mm-hmm. Just a, a, a hell of a guy. I had Flip third, Flip was great. I had Dwayne Casey was really a nice guy and good guy, and he'd answer a question. And somewhat had, successful for Wolves coaches. And Tibbs, because he was someone without personality. Yeah, but he was but he was the same guy that we're going to try to win tonight. We don't care what anybody says, right? Yep. Yes, and I have brought back three old fallen down bulls. And not County Butler. And if I can get Yannick Noah through that. Ain't it great? <laughs> yeah. He's still got Taj. Not Yannick. Yoka, yeah, I, I get my uh, Yannick Noah was a tennis player, right? Uh, yeah, Yoke, yes. Yoakam Noah. So. But, ain't, but ain't it grand? He's still got Derrick Rose playing substantial oh, Gibby. minutes. Gib- how, about, yeah, Gibby. how about Gibson going up and blocking that it's town great. shot? <laughs> yeah, you is. talk about a guy that knows his role in life perfectly. Yes, yes. Continues to execute it, Taj Gibson. Well, Taj was going to quit, and then he said, uh, you know, he said, oh, we've got Tibbs back in the league. I ain't quitting now. I'm I'm here. I'm riding Tibbs. You know, he got cut but right before the season started, but you know damn well. It, oh, Tibbs kept Tibbs him on speed, him, speed go, dial. Go over and get an apartment in New Jersey. You'll be yep. here in two weeks. Don't worry about it. Yep. And then, then he first came, and he just played a couple of minutes. I think if Tibbs hadn't hadn't had the executive title, I think if Tibbs had just been coach, it might have worked. Well, that offense they were playing last night in the second half was unbelievable. I think they took one three in the fourth quarter. Yeah, what were the three-pointers? Well, they were six for... Like 18, right? I think they took 18, and the Wolves took... 
30 something? I think they were four for 12 and then one for six, something like that. They, they, Let's I think here. they only took six in the second half. Maybe they took more. Uh, the Knicks were six for 18 for the yeah. game. The Wolves were 16 to 35. Yeah. And I think they were four for 12 at the end of the half, first half. So they, I mean, they took, I, I went through the play by play. I think they took one three in the fourth in quarter. In the fourth quarter? Yeah. yeah. That's Tibbs. <laughs> It was great. Go to the basket. They'll follow you. Shoot free throws. This Julius Randle and, and mm-hmm. Barrett just 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 go slashing to the basket. It is it is damn near unwatchable basketball, isn't it? It's it's the basketball equivalent of what Zim does. Yeah, it is. Run it the foot. You know what? It is. I don't care that we're passing now. I want to run the football. Except Zim is at least doing it with a dynamic guy. I mean. With Dalvin? Yeah. Tim's dynamic guy is like a six eight bully, you know, yeah. Randall. Okay, now he can shoot a little bit, but he'll bully you out of the way. And uh, anyway, I don't know where they're hell where they're headed. Does now. it matter at this point? No. It's uh you know, there's some a little bit of there's something there if if people just don't you know, go nuts and, and do something. I mean, it's McDaniel's better than we thought he was going to be. Mm-hmm. And Edwards is, you know, Edward, everybody, everybody says he's going to be a star. Well, he's not going to be a star if he shoots 38%. He's going to have to shoot 45% to yep. be a star. But he's got some juice. And, you know, their guard plays, you know, whether it's Ricky trying to. Well, Ricky is. Ricky, Ricky was good last night, but Ricky's Ricky, you know, Ricky's over the hill. Yep. And Russell is Russell could screw up a one car parade. And uh so yeah, I mean they're they they need guards. They need a they need a point guard that's I don't know how they're gonna get out from under Russell. Yeah, no. I think it might be impossible. It is a, who's I, gonna want him? I was talking about this today though. And that's on uh Gerson. I, I I made this observation earlier today. I was actually on with Randball on whatever he's calling his daily dribble or whatever. What do we call it? Daily what? Um, daily delivery. Da- daily delivery, yeah. The Star yeah, Tribune's morning yeah. block. But uh, the, it, it's amazing how great you can become mm-hmm. with low expectations. <laughs> Wiggy. Wiggy in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Apparently showing a little more energy on defense than he did here, but beyond that, pretty much the same guy. Sure. Yeah, but now, different. now it's like he makes one big shot a game, and he came through in the clutch, and they're good enough to and, and, get and, past us. And I saw something. I don't think they use the Fleck word elite, but they use something like that. So I had light on a story from out there. Wiggins becoming elite defender. I'll see that when I believe it. Oh, <laughs> or I yeah. believe that when I see yeah. it either way. Yes. What the hell? But, but what he's I'm on a good is, team, and so yeah, it's and not he, as glaring. And, guard, and, you know, guards, he runs out and holds his hands yeah. up. That was great last night with Tibbs, too, by the way, that one they're trying to make the defensive stand, and he's over there with his hands oh, up. Oh, he's just a great. I love Put it. your hands up. He if, if he could take the court in the second half and play defense, he would. Yes. He and, would come off the bench in shorts and play defense. And this has to make him so happy because, he's for now, he's got guys listening to him, and they are playing defense, yes. right? I also think well, that— they, Here they didn't 
I he, he couldn't have any impact. I him. also think that for him, he's in a damn near perfect town. I think that's a perfect place. Because that, that team's been a disaster now. Oh, sure, yeah. But nobody's going to get upset when, when he's constantly dropping F-bombs. No. Nobody's going to say, you yell too much. And it's New York. They're not going to care about that. They're going to like that. I heard a highlight from the Knicks broadcast where they were with the Knicks broadcasters on, and they were saying, boy, with this Knicks team, we're going to have fans in here. They're going to let 2,000 fans in. For the next three, you know, they can start letting 2,000 fans in. And they said, people like this new Nick, this Knicks team so bad, so much, it's going to sound like 18,000 in here. I said, well, they're, they're not 500. No, that's <laughs> how know? bad they've been. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, 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 well, last year. It's they a won, testament to how crappy the organization's been. Last year, they won fewer than the Wolves. I think they won 15. Yeah, they were off. 15, they've 16, been off. Yeah, long time. Yeah, they are incredibly poorly run. But... It's, it's, uh, anyway, so my theory, I just did this to agitate people that they didn't, they didn't, they didn't want the new coach to start off by losing to the Tibbs. They thought that'd be a bad, uh, bad. Gerson didn't want to have mm-hmm. his guy lose. What, uh, with what's happening in sports in general, when this pandemic's over trying to sell tickets and everything, mm-hmm. Boy, I wonder what kind of shape they're going to be in. I don't know where they're. I mean, they. Uh, yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah, I mean, the Wild will have their fans, right? And you know, because they're going to make the playoffs and right lose in the first round, and people will be excited about Kaprizov or somebody. And the Twins will be okay, and the Vikings will be the Vikings, and the soccer will be. They've fine. got their their own audience. I yeah. think these guys are. I, I, they aren't leaving, but they are. Boy, they're going to be an afterthought. Oof. I think within the next five years, there's going to at least be a story brewing that they might have to leave. Yeah. Because I just don't see less. how it works. No. This town this town is not big enough in the current economic climate to support the amount of teams, including um, the golfers that we have, in, have here. Yeah. I mean, how many, you know, team, we, we are a full-service pro, uh, you know, place. Uh, pro service market and with a big 10, you know, with a power five, there's right. not, there's not too many of those. So they have a power five right in the middle of us. So I don't know. I think go for hoops is, uh, you know, what, how do they come back from this? Did you uh, watch with people yes, on Saturday? That was, some of it. It was brutal. Ooh. It was just a layup drill. Yeah. They got run out of their own building. And uh, you know you got to give Ed Robbins credit for uh, trying and playing some, but man, alive. yeah, but you can't look that team can't look that bad. Worst loss. I wonder who that coach was in nineteen oh six. How do you get beat by thirty one in nineteen oh six? I'll tell you when what. the winning scores were usually thirty two to twenty six. I don't don't know who coached that team, but Sid defended them the next day. <laughs> Sid defended him. Yes, he did. All you geniuses think you could have lost by twenty five. Somebody had a somebody had her twi- Twitter response to the uh, to me today about it's just too bad Sid is not around for the Chris for the press conference introducing Chris Finch. Oh God, who's replacing his guy Ryan? Yep. And I said it would be the greatest Timberwolves media moment until. 
Sid and Jack McCloskey <laughs> were threatening duking each other out as Isaiah Ryder was sitting there being introduced as the new uh, number Chaney. one draft choice. Calvin Chaney. Calvin Chaney. McCloskey finally said, I'm going to punch you. He was, you know, and Ryder, who, you know, comes from goofy circuit. <laughs> yes. Ryder, Rough upbringing. Ryder has seen some goofy stuff in his day. Yep. And he's sitting up there. With his eyes, and he's looking back and forth, and these two guys are screaming at each other. Both one- he, he came down. He came to town and say, "Hey, Jr., yep. good to see you." And they're screaming at he each other. He was late for, for his own press conference. Oh yeah, right? he missed the. Uh, That's where Sid started on Calvert Chain. He wouldn't be late. Yeah, he missed the flight. He missed because they were going to have it like at noon or one in the afternoon, and they postponed it to late at night, something like that. And Jr. said that there was. Horrible traffic on the Bay Bridge, and that's because there'd been an accident. Well, there's always horrible traffic on the Bay Bridge, right, to get to the San Francisco airport. But I called out there to (laughs) some traffic, you know, people and said, anything unusual on the Bay Bridge this morning? No, same normal as all. So he didn't get out of bed, you know. But, but, but Sid screaming at him. Sid's two greatest moments were that and Pete Carroll and Denny Green. Yeah, you know, when he's threatening Roger Henrik as Denny sitting up there. That was a bad run for Sid right there. Oh, man, yeah. He wanted Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll was his guy. Yeah, because he he wanted uh, Pete to get the Vikings job. And then, if I recall correctly, that was right around the same time that he wanted Jerry Noyce to get the Gophers AD AD job. job, And it went to McKinley Boston, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was a bad run for Sid. He was not happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sid was not woke. <laughs> no, no, that would be not, at that what's point, the opposite not, of woke. At, the, at that point, he wasn't woke, but uh, it would have been. It oh, would Christ. be fun to have him at a press conference introducing. Of course, he wouldn't have. You won't have one now, but he right. would be very upset at Young Ryan getting fired. I don't know that it, it, if this was twenty <laughs> years ago and the circumstances were the same, Patrick. I don't know that they pulled the plug on Ryan when they did, based partially on Sid. I think they oh, still fire true. him, but that's I don't true. know that they they would have been mm-hmm. afraid of the fallout of that press conference. Yes, because when McHale fired Flip, Sid wasn't happy, but he balanced that with his relationship with McHale. You know, he couldn't right if he if he was going to savage the Timberwolves, he was going to uh, you know. Then he had to be savaging McHale, and he didn't want to do that. So I, I think he, I think he was closer to Flip than he was McHale. But right, but he didn't want to lose McHale. But he didn't want to lose McHale, so that was a that was a tough situation. This one wouldn't be so tough for him. No, no, this one would be Chris. Who the hell is this guy? You know, <laughs> you know, Ryan would. You think this genius going to win more games? He would get Ryan on. Uh, you know, he would get Ryan on. The Sunday show anytime he wanted to. And does he think Chris Finch is going to come and be it? Hey, and that played a big role. That would play a large role. Yeah, that's true. Anyhow, that was, uh, yeah, I would get, get, I I think it came out of nowhere just because of the timing, right? Yes. Not because we're no, su- no. anybody's surprised. So. The timing and the, the fact that the replacement was essentially done. I think are the two things that were that were surprising. And I think as you know, you've contributed to the website here for a, quite a while, and that uh, you know we don't quite go. You're about all we got left now, cranking stuff out on it. But it has amazed me that while 
the Timberwolves have a very small audience. Mm-hmm. Their TV ratings stink. Mm-hmm. Last year they were 30th in NBA attendance. Whatever base there is, there's a lot of conversation and different you know, opinions and the guys who think they're experts and that it can... It can stir up. And the bloggers? There's a you lot know, of you know, bloggers. If you write something about the wild suck. No one cares. 20 people are going to respond. They're gonna, you know, Yes. As long as Russo doesn't tell them that, they're fine. And, uh, and uh, but with uh, the Wolves, you can get, you know, you can get people very defensive, right? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, they got on me the other day absolutely. because I said, uh, the other night, I said, Anthony Edwards is trending. Apparently, it's for a dunk and not going three for 14 from the field and 0 for 7 on threes. Yes, I agree. Old man, get off cloud. And the old, you know, like, I'm not saying you shouldn't enjoy the dunk. That's fine. It was a dunk. But to to say that this dunk negates a night of breaking rims is, uh, you know, is I, I had no idea people were so defend that that certain hardcore group that reads the bloggers and stuff was uh, they're very, very they're very passionate they were very upset and they that like they, that stuff and they want to get on the Anthony Edwards bandwagon and we'll see if he can you know you still got to make shots right yeah yeah I have been a client of the Canopy Group for five years and at my last renewal they are still saving me money. Patrick Ricey here to talk to you about your home and auto insurance. How long have you been with your current insurance company? When was the last time your agent called you and said they could save you money and get you better coverage? This just happened to me. Truly, it did. Each year, the Canopy Group reviews my home and auto insurance with their 16 companies. This year, they saved me an additional $791. How? Because the Canopy Group is keeping an eye on my insurance needs and making sure I am always with the right insurance provider. Paying less and getting more is a concept I like. I can't promise that you'll save $791, but I can promise you they'll give you options. They'll even tell you if you should stay where you are with that company. Do what I did and contact them at thecanopygroup.com. That's thecanopygroup.com. He had, he had, I think he had two, he had back-to-back games where he was seven for 29. That's worth mentioning, right? It, it's weird because, Pat, the Wolves on the court stuff is Nobody actually can. stuff people don't care about. about but if NBA. it's off the court, but yeah. the NBA off the court speculation, yes. oh, yeah. people love it. Yeah, it is incredible. Right. It's because they hurt everybody. That's the difference. You know, you can, you can trade the fourth best player on a hockey team and, nah. Right, but you trade one on a basket, any damn near any basketball team. I, by the way, I watched some of Zion, and it, they came back and had a big win. Yeah, he could stand to lose about twenty. Again? He looks a little puffy. I thought he lost like twenty after yeah, last season. It looks like he should lose twenty more. He looks a little slow. I'm, and in, no, puff. I'm in no shape to no, talk I'm about this. By either. the way, slow literally and puffy. in no shape. You know, as I pointed out, Sharkman and I have lost 25 pounds between us during the pandemic. He lost 40, I gained 15. So, you know, but, you know, I'm not one to get on anybody about weight, but I I, I think that's a myth. He's a, he was a Duke-created myth, Zion, Zion was. You think so? He's okay. He's not great. But he is a big, I mean, he's a big dude. 
He is. He is. He's a powerful guy, but I, I don't know. Anyway. All right, so twins start uh, full squad workouts Tuesday, right? Is it Tuesday? Yes, it is. And, and now you can t- go to Florida. I think Tuesday, yes. Now that I'm a vaccinated person, I can get out of here. But I think, is it tomorrow, right? Yeah, Tuesday. Tomorrow. I think there's. Uh, I think the uh, reporters can finally get on the grounds, right? Because to this point, they Has haven't that been, been the deal so far? They I, haven't I been able know. to be on the grounds yet. Okay. Uh, but I'm, you gotta you got to be tested in some manner to Before get... Before you go in? But I don't. I don't know if it's just the old. But I, I bet you can't get near the players. No, not yet. I bet yet. you can go work from the press box. There was some talk about. I don't know if it's ready yet. About like dugout, down by the dugout, standing away oh, okay. from somebody. Yeah. But not you know not with a big crowd around a guy. I I I think they're they're still trying to figure it out. And uh, but. We're only down to about five guys who haven't made it yet, including my guy Andrew Albers, who still can't get out of Saskatoon apparently because of the Duffy's work, there now, right? Work visa. Duffy made it uh, from Texas out of Texas. Yeah, we had a couple of Texas guys who couldn't get out because of the storm down there. Uh, the, the you know the Armageddon that yeah. basically hit down there. But I, you know, I think they've done enough. To make you somewhat optimistic, I don't think they're as good as the White Sox, but I think they've done enough. Would you? I wouldn't be stunned if they bring in Odorizzi. I wouldn't be stunned if he at this doesn't point. find a deal. Two nope. years, twenty-four. Man, has that that guy's timing sucks? <laughs> terrible. How bad it's has terrible. his timing been? Well, Two consecutive years. Yeah. Well, he took the seventeen, yeah. figuring that veteran pitchers would be treated like they had been in the past, and then they all got. He probably would have gotten three for fifty for three. Which he or easily should have taken now yeah, in retrospect. Yeah, but but he would, nobody offered that to him last year because he took the seventeen. He took the qualifying right. offer because he. But thought, I'm saying in retrospect now you'd never go back and and repeat that mistake because it looked smart at the time. What? Oh, to, to, to take, take the oh, offer. Oh yeah, it did. To take yeah. the offer looked smart. It ended up being an awful he'd timing. Seen guys like Lance Lynn waiting to get a deal yeah. in February and March, and guys like that. All flying offer was attached. And then he only gets thirty eight percent of it. And now, yes. now this year he's trying to make up for what he didn't get last year. I don't year. think he's going to at this point. No, do you? No, no, no. And he's he's oh, he was terrible too. He was terrible, and then he was good, and then he was. Last year he got hurt, and it's hard to say he was that good last year. Yeah. So he's not a he's not a three year fifty million dollar pitcher. He's a two year twenty four million dollar pitcher or two year twenty million dollar pitcher. And that poor guy. Yeah, it is really good guy. I've you know I'm not like it's not like he and I sit down and talk. No, a it's lot, a sh- very I've sharp. Had, I've had some conversations with him, and he'll answer a question and mm-hmm. give you. A, mm-hmm. He's he's not trying to he's not trying to get an Give me an answer that will get you to walk away. He's trying to tell you something. Tell you something, yeah. So, what's going to be the reaction here when Kirloff starts the season in St. Paul for at least fifteen days? I don't think so. No, you don't. No, I think. I'm not sure. I trust him. I don't think they're going to try. I don't think they're going to try to pull the two month thing. You got to keep him there for two months. Oh, I, I thought it was. I thought it was like eighteen days. No, it's the Super 2 is you got to damn near let them play till June. I thought I, I read if in the Sunday strip in that thing that it was like 18 days. 
I can find it. I don't think so. Because you know what I got, Patrick? I got my sports sections, okay? Okay. But I carry no, my but, damn but, sports but, sections. Really. But in the past, if you wanted to have make sure a guy avoided super super two status, maybe super two status. Well, if it's too changed. much, yeah, the, the reaction's not going to be good if you do no, that. No, I I don't think they'll do it. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't know how much they're worried about money right now. Hey, uh, we ought to uh, tell people about our loyal sponsor. This is Ricey for EcoFun Motorsports. The preseason sale on all bikes, scooters, and ATVs is going on right now in Forest Lake. Beat the spring rush and EcoFun will give you the free storage with your purchase until the weather is a bit more bike-friendly. If you enjoy bike rides on a summer day, but maybe your knees aren't what they used to be, then I recommend that you talk with Tim Bloom, the owner of EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Tim and his family will personally help you select the e-bike that is right for you. They will even deliver to your front door in the metro area. Take advantage of the preseason sale prices right now. Bentelli bikes and Yamaha Power Assist bikes are at their lowest price of the year. Check out EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Take a test ride and put biking back on your list of favorite outdoor activities. They also carry a full line of Yamaha scooters, motorcycles, and a variety of Yamaha ATVs, including ATVs for kids. Check out EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and online at EcoFunMotorsports.com. That's E-C-O-F-U-N, Motorsports.com. And tell Tim you heard it on Ricey Unchained. Okay, look, from what Lavelle wrote in Sunday or in today today's paper, if the Twins wait 15 games before calling them up, they would keep control of Kirloff for an extra season. Oh, oh, that's for free agency. Service. That's not for Super 2. Right. For that's service for, time purposes for free. Uh, that's yes. for free agency. So you get the although, extra year. Although there's a very good Sorry, chance. There's always a very good. There's also a very good chance that's going to be negotiated out mm-hmm. when they're fighting next year. So, uh, yeah, okay. That, 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 that's what know, I was talking about. That, that, you know, I guess that could happen. I don't know. You, you, I, I don't think it's going to. I don't think it would take long to get sick of seeing Louie arise in left field. No, I think you're right about that. I suppose you could have a rooker play, rooker there, for, play there for that. But it would embolden the cheap poll ad people. Oh, they would, would be thrilled to declare how cheap the poll so, ads are. So I wrote the piece about Dozier and, and Ploof and these guys that are 31, 32. Another one of those is Ian Desmond. He doesn't have a job, right? Those guys who a couple, three years Opted ago. out again, yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, but the, uh, the the point being, you know, they look, and if the, you're in decline and you're 32, mm-hmm. you're done. You know, mm-hmm. there it's not, and it used to be, they would say, ah, you had a bad year, you know. But now you got 20 guys. Doing analytics on everything, they're looking at your urine and bowel movements to see if there's something wrong with <laughs> bowel you. Bowel movements are important, okay? <laughs> yeah, right. learn a lot. I mean, they're doing everything. They got, they got a fecal specialist for goodness <laughs> sakes, and you know, I mean, that do- might be the worst job in baseball. <laughs> yes, they're doing everything. I don't want to be the pee person. They're doing everything, and if they like Dozier, Dozier probably could have gotten. 
three for 35 or 40 from him in the spring of 18. Yep. And after watching him for two months, they they knew they were going to trade him, yeah. right? Because yes. he wanted more. And and Ploof, you know, you know, said, you know, he just had a couple. He said, I wasn't any good anymore, you know, at 32. he was, But he would have still been around. Mm-hmm. But he, you know, at th- there was like 28, 29, 30. He was pretty good for the Twins. He had a year there where he was, but he didn't have the high on base. And he's, you know, he was going downhill and he couldn't get the bat to the ball anymore. You're not, they're not hanging around. They they can, they don't get spots on the 40 man anymore. They can get invited to spring training. Same yep. thing with Denard Span last year. Yep. They didn't, you know, he wouldn't go to a minor league camp. He could have gotten a minor league camp and try to make the team, but he didn't want to do it. And then, uh, so I'm looking at the comments, and it's all, oh, I'm supposed to feel sorry for these guys. That's more money. That's not the point. Nobody is crying about these guys not having enough money. We are pointing out that they would still like to be playing, not necessarily to be making $8 million, but to still be playing baseball at an age that six, seven, eight years ago, the guys who had had their careers were still playing. Mm-hmm. You know, a Dozier was still playing at 33 or 4. Who, Absolutely, yes. A guy who hit sure. 42 home runs as a second baseman was still playing. Yes. You know, it, 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 and, and you and these people, and we, it goes on forever, comparing the fact that, I never make that much money. Well, no crap. <laughs> you get up and you go to the gas station and you you re you you put a catalytic con, uh, converter back on the car after it got stolen. You're not going to make as much money as a major league baseball player who uh, you know who attracts people to come and watch. We don't watch you change oil, you morons. They don't watch me write. You don't come and watch me write and say, wow, can I get a ticket to see that? You know, that's that the that's driven me crazy for my whole life that somehow these somehow you deserve for what you do to make as much money as Dozier and Plouffe and these guys. No, you don't. You don't deserve that much money. I don't deserve that. But we don't deserve to be on the same level as them because they have a special talent and we don't. You dummies. Anyway. (laughs) The commenters drive you as crazy as your trolling drives them crazy. That's the great thing. The back and forth. Mm -hmm. Roycey trolling the commenters and the commenters basically trolling you back on your column. And and then, of course, Uh, then Sunday I wrote about the Greg Nettles trade. You know, that I was... Because I I had something that fell through, so I and I I had been talking about nettles being the yeah. That's, that's so great. I said I'll write this. So, but I started with Big Poppy being you know that this is number two to Big Poppy getting away. Yeah, and of course they see the Big Poppy in the headline and they start arguing about Big Poppy, which is not what the columns. They are. don't read the columns. They don't not so read not the columns. The they read column. the headline. I hate you people that do that. I think you're as I said heathens and commies that do that. But, but the other deal is, you know, somebody says, well, he sat around for six months before anybody signed him. How can that be a mistake? Well, two ways. 
He actually sat around from uh, December 12th to January 22nd. Yep. So whatever that was. Yep. However many or January, I think five weeks. And B, it can be a mistake because he went to Boston and hit 483 home runs. That, that, and won three World Series. That, that can make it a mistake. Now, you wouldn't have kept him probably. But <laughs> these just, people never read the column. Didn't even come close. They read the headline and then dropped right down to the just, comments. Just getting 120, you know, getting three more years out of him if he started hitting. And then, and then the other thing is, oh, Kelly wanted him to hit the ball the other way and dribble ground balls. No, but when the pitch was away, he wanted him to hit it hard to left center field instead of try to pull it to right center field. Which he did by getting 200 doubles off the wall at Fenway. Okay. Tom Kelly never said, don't hit a home run. I want a single. Yeah. I think baseball fans who are casual about it, Mm -hmm. but opinionated, Mm -hmm. are the dumbest. The dumbest or just the most annoying? Dumbest. Okay. Because they think they know something. They're the dumbest. The, the, rank, rank the dumb casual fans yeah. for me. What's football, <laughs> basketball, hockey, and baseball? Uh, now this ba- is hockey's bad. Yeah, I the hardcore, the hardcores are all good. I mean, uh, hardcore hockey guys sure. are the great, and the basketball, the 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 possessed basketball fans are great, and. Uh, Football, I mean, it's all emotion. It's, yeah. it's. I don't. I don't even blame the stupidity on. I don't. I don't blame the stupidity on. Uh, in football, on just stupidity. I think it's just emotion. It's the game is just too important for them, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 self worth is tied up yeah, in it. It's every Sunday. It's, yes, once, it's once a week, and yeah. it's. it's I, I don't. The whole blame, week's built around I that game. I don't blame those people for. Being it's not their fault. Outrageous! It's not their fault. But baseball, it's the guy who thinks he's an expert and doesn't know bleep is. Uh, there's more of those in baseball. Yeah, probably. I think. And the uh, you know the other one is it's a disgrace what the cheap poleds have done this off season. Really? They've spent more money than I thought they were gonna. They had a $140 million payroll oh. last year. I thought it'd be under 100 The Kirloff thing potentially could absolutely set that oh, yeah, on it bridge would. on fire. Yes. And, they, and by the way, it's not it's not Jim Polad making that decision. <laughs> they don't care. No, it's no, they don't care. But they want to say Jim Polad yeah. called up yes. called up Falvey and said, you got to send him down to the minors. So does Jim Polad give a damn whether Kirloff's a free agent after six or seven years? No, he could care less. Right. You know, he doesn't. He he, he could care less. But, uh, you know, yeah, you're right, though. That'll set him off. I, oh, God, when, yeah. I was thinking That'd when people were talking about it, I thought they were talking about the Super 2. No, it's a 15 was, games to start for service game time. To, uh, get hey, to. I got one thing. You took to Twitter on Saturday and damn near got me killed. Since what? when do you do... Housework, Housework. like manual labor. You know how bad that makes me look? 
Mm-hmm. You know, well, I thought we had a. I thought we were buddies. We had a pact. We had an eight by five rug. So what's that weight? Twenty five? I don't. Maybe twenty five pounds. What do you think, Declan? You, well, you, if you two are the leading not, expert and not, home expert, not, I'm, I'm no, the third this is, stooge. This makes me mad. Not terribly thick, right? I'm the third stooge in this. It yeah. was not terribly thick, but we got right. She got a new uh, chair and ottoman for the office, right? Okay. And then I said, let's get rid of this fluffy rug. I hate this fluffy rug because yeah, I spill. Rugs. It's kind of yellowish, and when I spill a Diet Coke on it, you can see it. Let's get some. <laughs> so we went out and... Got this rug, and then Saturday, yeah, I went out to the place and picked up the rug at the warehouse, and we were we were she was indisposed doing something, and I'd already moved the chair and the ottoman, which was a feat of strength. For yeah. me, moving it to the office, yeah, without putting a big scratch in the floor. Or <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, didn't you? Dent the floor, but I or wall. Then I, you know, and then I. Okay, I brought in the pad, and then I brought in, and you would have had fun watching me wrestle with the rug to get it to fit on the pad. That was a, that was a, <laughs> that was a contest. That was a battle. I want to tell you, and I finally got that, and then I got it back in place, and I was so proud of myself. I figured I should, because this about eight. Years ago, we had that big storm, and we didn't have power for four days, and the basement got flooded. Yep. So I did a lot of stuff there. I mean, I was in a panic because it was going to ruin the house. And so I actually did stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. But that's the only previous time I had done anything in 32 years. Because you always have a guy. I do. There is, as I said, my philosophy is. There is always somebody who will do this for money. <laughs> Absolutely. And, right, and if this costs me a hundred bucks, let's say, when I die, am I going to miss that hundred bucks? And the answer is no. No. Especially no, if you've charged it yes, and haven't paid the charges <laughs> yes, off yet, right. and they're forgiven by the credit I mean, card company because you're my, dead. My whole point about getting somebody to do something is okay, I might be wasting this money, yes. right? Yes. But when I'm 84 and kick the bucket, am I going to miss this $110? No. I don't think You'll so. You'll be happy you spent yes, it. Yes, I will. I will be happy because I don't really care if I'm like my dad or not and leave $64.15 for the for the heirs, you know, because he had a good time. I, you know, I just don't want to do stuff because I can't. I'm very, yes. you know, I, I can't this do is what it. I, this, is, yes. I, I always, this is the Royce I know. And generally speaking, I would have would have hired somebody, but the rug was sitting in the back of the car, and I said, I think I can get this inside I without getting anybody. To, I don't want to. You know, like Rook and Joe and the boys gave me a lot of heat because when I was in Fort Myers, we needed a new toilet seat, right? Mm-hmm. And I hired somebody to put on a toilet seat, no problem which with that. they figured was the worst thing of ever. I said, okay, I can maybe get down there and unscrew those things, but the whole process is going to take me 
An hour. If your furnace or boiler isn't keeping up with the cold weather, call Bonfi. They have regular hours from 7 in the morning to 10 at night, and they answer the phone 24-7. If your heating system needs to be replaced, Bonfi can install a new one for you, and it comes with a lifetime warranty. You'll never have to worry about staying warm again. When you tell the folks at Bonfi you heard about them on the Roycey Show, you'll save $200 off a new installation. For all your heating needs, better call Bonfi. And, and it'll frustrate you because there'll be yes. something that's frustrating. I'll be laying and then I'll have to get my fat ass up off my back yep. and pull myself up. And, I'll, and I will have been under a toilet for an hour. Yeah, no, it's, it's not, not worth, worth it. it. No, it's not worth it. Seventy-five bucks. Put the toilet. Here's the toilet seat. Put it on there. Thank you. I'll see you again. Exactly. <laughs> yes. What's wrong with that? I don't see anything wrong with that. I think that there is a motivational speaking opportunity <laughs> to tell the world that it's yes. okay not to do work. Yes, it is. Uh, I mean, yeah, it just especially when you have no talent for it. Yes, no talent and for no it. patience. Yes. So then you start doing it, and it gets frustrating. I was, better to spend a little I was proud this year because she got a bunch of uh, new nursery stuff in the backyard, uh, landscaping. And it was a dry summer. So you got to keep it wet, right? It's, it's going to die. A couple of the little trees did die off. Yeah. But you can't, I watered more mm-hmm. in two months mm-hmm. than I had my entire life. Yeah. But you felt good about that. Well, like you were I doing mean, something. See, that's the thing. Like, I do dishes, okay? Yeah. I'm really good at dishes. <laughs> I have a talent. Yeah. You don't you have, you didn't get the dishwasher yet, huh? You're the no, dishwasher. No, we still don't have a dishwasher. <laughs> Our dishwasher broke a few years yeah, back. And now I just, yeah. I do. But I'm fine with that because I have a talent for it. What I don't have a talent for is fixing anything. I'm an excellent load the dishwasher guy. Same. I hate I'm the. Very good at I it. hate the remove the dishwasher. Yes. It, that becomes a test of will. Yeah. <laughs> How my, long can I go? Wife and I yeah. oh, to see, to see who oh. finally. John see never who, unloaded it. See who finally has to look for something that they yep. need. You know what she oh, does? Yeah. Cook with. That drives me crazy. She'll do laundry and then not change it to the dryer. And so I'll go down to do my laundry. There'll be what? And there'll be like from two days yeah. before she hasn't changed it. Oh, that's... And I keep saying, why don't you just go down... And, oh, like, I'm, I'm, do I'm a fantastic washer and dryer. I'm, I'm really good at it too. But I'm not a good folder. Yeah, not a good... Yes. <laughs> oh, no reason to fold. The Folding's chair. overrated. Yeah. Once in a while... Basket. I've got a basket. Yeah. I just throw the clothes back <laughs> in the basket and I don't put them away. I am uh, the, the probably one of the biggest crises, in, but I am paranoid about dirty clothes. You know, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't wear nice clothes, but I wear. But you want your clean clothes clean? Totally get that. I went to Sydney Olympics. <laughs> and I went to the Sydney Olympics. <laughs> I was gone for twenty two or three days, right? Yep. By the time, and I think I got my clothes out to laundry like once. I found this place, and cost however many Aussie bucks it did. Mm-hmm. But I flew back, I think, with a stop in Hawaii, stop in L.A., stop in the, then Twin Cities. And all I could think of the whole way back is how many dirty clothes I had in this, <laughs> these two suitcases. Yep. And I one big suitcase, I guess. And when I came home, I walked in, went downstairs and put a load in the washer. And then I went upstairs and said hello to the wife. <laughs> 
which she totally understandable. She, she held that over my head for what do you mean? Years. You were doing the laundry. <laughs> yes, I said. You could have walked, said, walked in and dropped it and said, "Honey, can you do the laundry?" I said, no. Some of those shirts got food on them. I had to spray. I, I couldn't stand the idea of having this shirt that had had no. I I defend you. Had Australian goulash on it or something. I had to do it. By the way, don't ever go to Australia. I mean, I liked it. The country's great. In the summer, man, they will guilt the hell out here about sunscreen. They're all they, they they're oh, announcing okay. on this every place. I put on your sunscreen. Leave me alone. I'll put it on if I want to. You know, they're they're <laughs> they very got no COVID now though. They, they've done a yeah. good job there. Yeah, but they like they're shut everything down. Things. Yeah, if they get four cases, they shut down the yeah. you know whole. Some, well, the Australian Open, open they, they let shut. the fans come in for three or and four. And they days. got a few cases, and they shut, and they shut her down. Yep. Speaking of tennis, Australian Open, I looked it up. Uh, Federer won his first uh, Grand Slam, Wimbledon, two thousand three. Since then, starting then, seventy Grand Slam events. Federer, Nadal, and Djokovic have won fifty-eight of them. Wow! <laughs> I don't think we've ever. seen We need any. more parity. We've yes, they definitely we need a little need more parity in tennis. That's and it's amazing how they, they used to be when it was like there wasn't as much money in it. They used to be done by you know when Borg must have been yeah twenty-eight. 30 when he quit. Yeah. Connors was like the old man. I remember played that. Played till he was well into his 30s. McEnroe and Borg both quit. Like, Federer's 39. I think he's cooked. Mm-hmm. But uh, Nadal. Yeah, and, Borg quit early. Yeah. Nadal and, uh, uh, you know, Nadal and Djokovic are still the two best players in the world. It's it's uh, they, it's it's incredible how uh, dominant they've been. There was one stretch where they won, like, 23 in a row or something like that between the two or three of them. It's, uh, I actually, uh, I watched the gal Osaka take care of Serena. I didn't, that's the only, I guess that was a pretty good match. Yeah. But she's too good for her. No, I mean, Serena's, Serena's got, Serena's now playing somebody to hit the ball as hard as her. Right. Is uh, she done, Pat, or is she, she, what do you think? I think she's going to hang it up, don't you? She wants to get that. At least she'll take a little step back or something. She wants to get that win to tie Margaret Court, right? Right. She's one away, especially Margaret Court's uh, view of view of uh, the mingling of yeah. races. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, she is. Uh, she's uh, she's not woke. No, no, no. <laughs> a lot of people aren't woke. She is not woke. But All right. uh, anyway, All, All right. right, All right. Well, uh, Ryan, what do you think? Next job, nice little college someplace, or an assistant coach. NBA yeah, could be assistant NBA coach assistant. with with a really good coach. Nice little college someplace, maybe. You know, not the Gophers. No, he's not getting that job. Who is getting that job? Oh, I think Patino's not getting fired. Don't you? Depends. I don't think they're going to fire. Not in this. Not in a pandemic. Yeah, somebody will come up. Somebody will cut him a check for one point seven to get rid of him, though. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I don't know. I I don't think it makes any. He'll probably get one more shot. Just, yeah, just to save will. the money, saved by the pandemic. But if they finish, they manage to lose to Northwestern or Nebraska and end up 8-12, and 12, I don't know. Yeah, if they lose both the road games because those aren't good teams, that's possible. Yep. All right. All right. See you. Talk to you. Bye. If you have questions about your retirement savings, do what I did and work with a person that knows what the heck is going on. 
work with Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. My guy Josh will give you straight talk and not sugar-coated advice. Learn how you can benefit from Josh's focused approach by setting up your own no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation to review your investments. Call Josh now, 952-925-5608. Hi, this is Daniel Rue of the Real GM Radio Podcast. And while the NBA season is still pretty new, there are some interesting storylines going on. And for me, one of them is, let's call it a shift in expectations, because there are a couple teams that we expected to be not necessarily pushing the accelerator in the early going in the season, maybe seeing Victor Wembanyama and Scoot Henderson, this purportedly strong 2023 draft class, and going, hey, we could be a part of that. And that would be the Utah Jazz and the San Antonio Spurs. Both teams are over 500 with some nice wins. And this isn't fluke. They're playing well so far, and so we will see how they build on this, how they react to it. Do they keep pushing, see if the CEO can keep going, or do they change directions through trades and everything else? So that'll be something to watch in this year where the draft class is, is strong and these teams have incentives going in both directions. Hi, this is Daniel LaRue from the Real GM Radio Podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, matchups, news, in-depth analysis, and live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. Can check in on your favorite games and events, including the baseball playoffs, start of the hockey season, MMA, boxing, and golf, plus sports podcasts. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more at BetOnline, where the game starts.